0: Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about saying no and meaning it. For a lot of us, we feel uncomfortable with saying no because we feel as if we are disappointing someone or we're being mean or we're not pushing ourselves But the reality is we are actually hurting ourselves and hurting other people but not being more honest. If you have had difficulty with explaining your needs listen to this episode I've got some really practical tips that are going to help you coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. Thank you so much for joining with me during this special time, the beginning of the year. As I reflect and think about everything that I have learned so much, I'm so grateful, first and foremost, for the ability to obviously share what's on my heart and for you for being able to listen to it. If this is your first time, please make sure that you hit that subscribe button so as soon as I drop a new episode you'll be able to listen to it and for those of you who have been listening for multiple times let's be friends on social media if you haven't done so and you two new subscribers too find me on twitter denise g lee or on denise george lee on my twitter account it's just more of my hot takes but on my linkedin account it's more of a longer more well thought out well i shouldn't say well thought out both of them well thought out but it's more in depth more a little bit more conversation than my Twitter account and I'm hoping that either way you check out with me either on Twitter or on LinkedIn, Denise George Lee on LinkedIn or Twitter on Denise G Lee. You'll be inspired and motivated and obviously I love interacting with you guys. So if you send me a comment or question or react or have a question on anything I wrote I am more than excited to dive in a little bit deeper on your comments, questions or concerns or just cheerleading me along the way because I believe that we are community and we can only grow with each other. And with that being said, everything that we're going to be talking about is more a one-on-one conversation I have with clients that are enrolled in my royalty program. Royalty program is a six-month private mentorship program with me where we unpack not just who you are, but why you become the things that you do and how you're motivated and how that integrates with your business and creating a vision and a plan that fully aligns with you emotionally, spiritually, and obviously financially with your business. If you're interested in learning more about what that looks like and how I can help you, you can only find that on my website, Denise G. Lee. Click on the tab courses and go to my royalty program. And there we can Take a little bit of a dive in and see whether or not I can be able to fit you into a new and brighter version of yourself. So check that out, royalty at com courses. Okay, now let's talk about this. And actually, this was a very interesting conversation I had with one of my clients she is living in Guatemala, and we were just kind of talking about things, and we were just talking about the the issue of uh, subjunctive and subjunctive. Uh, for those of you guys who are not familiar with Spanish, it's a, a type of tense where you ex- express wishes, emotions, doubts, fears, or uncertainties, and. While we were talking, she expressed with me that frequently in Spanish, they use the the tense of subjunctive to kind of soften the blow, as it were, with things where they weren't really direct with who was at fault or who was to blame, or let's just call it a white lie in some cases. For example. Mario, I'm just coming up with just a random name. Mario uh, doesn't want to go there because he may be feeling sick. Or the reason why Susie didn't go out was probably because she doesn't like tacos on Wednesday or something. I'm just coming up with some random things on the top of my mind. But the point I'm trying to make through that is that there's, there's a... A, a tense within there that indicates to the listener that they're on the speaker's side. There's type of uncertainty or doubt. There's not. There's no real clarity. It's just an opinion, and oftentimes, in in Latin cultures, and and if you don't do this, and you're Latino or Latino, don't take offense. This is just my own conversation I had with one specific client. Okay, and they said we frequently kind of soften the blow. We kind of use that because we're not really direct. We don't really like to confront people. It's not part of our culture to be really honest about what we need. It's kind of perceived as mean or unkind or insensitive. And I was baffled, guys. I was baffled as I listened to it. And honestly, In a way, I was a bit saddened because what if there's things that you really do need at a specific time and you say, well, I think I can make it. I'm not sure. But in reality, you can't make it. You don't want to go, but you're afraid that you may disappoint someone. So you soften the blow and you say, I don't think it's a great idea at this time, but maybe I should say... It's okay for right now. Or this is what I heard yesterday. I was I was at a presentation with someone and I asked someone, do you understand what I'm saying? And she said, I think that I understand, but as we go on, let's make sure that we're on the same page, is that okay? And it was a roundabout answer of saying, I didn't really wanna, I didn't understand what you said, but I didn't want to flat out say, I didn't understand. Can you, can you clarify? Can you rephrase it? Those little moments are so of many, many examples. So I can go, actually one more, I want to give one more example just to nail it down home. I I have this other client and we're in the process of having her own, her own voice and having her work through, through some role-playing exercise. That's why it's so important that if you don't have a coach or a mentor or someone to help role-play and help kind of break down the origin of these issues, we keep repeating to the same habits. But anyway, getting back to this particular client we were role-playing, she almost gets trapped back into the cycle of saying yeses when she really wants to say no. For example... She is a service provider and she frequently allows people to do, to cancel at the last moment or to reschedule. At a time that's just completely inconvenient or rescheduling her her day for someone who just wants to fit in a appointment at the last minute because she's afraid that if she doesn't take this client at this time, she may not get paid for the week. Even though she has tons of clients, she just has this the scarcity mindset that she's never going to get paid. And is always just bending over backwards to the point where it has caused major disruptions with her her family life because they don't know when to expect her to come home. Just all sorts of insanity. And I don't want that for you. If you have gotten to the point where you are spending a way inordinate amount of time trying to accommodate people because you're so fearful of how they're reacting or you you, you're taking full ownership of how people feel or how people are reacting take heart i want you to listen to what i have to share with you because i'm hoping that as you listen to this and you're taking notes hopefully that you'll be able to just get some guidance to help you to take back charge of who and what you are and what you can provide for other people i truly believe this is just my thought that when we are really being honest with ourselves and we're setting limits it's actually freeing and it actually expands ourselves to look and see what we can do within our capacity and we can actually be more efficient we can be more productive And it helps us to see that we're actually not helping anybody by not establishing good boundaries. When I say boundaries about where you end and where other people's begin, where what you can do and why you can do it and how you're limited and be able to explain in a way where both you as well as a person that are receptive The person that is receiving is receptive to the information they're receiving. Now, I'm not guaranteeing that every single time you're very clear and you're crisp to the person that you're speaking to, that they would be respectful or that they have the same amount of maturity. Oftentimes, as I've been talking with clients over the years, I've realized that the people that they interact with and they're just having these really dysfunctional relationships is that they have if that the same or worse, coping skills, respecting boundaries, interpersonal skills. And it's almost like we have to work, when I say we, my client and I have to work to reestablish what you look like and how you want to interact, not just with your clients, but your family or friends. But before I get far too far down, I want to explain some higher level concepts and let's dive in a little more de- depth about that. But I know this was a much higher, longer overview than I wanted to, but I just wanted to stress the importance of that. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to be talking about why it may be hard to say no to requests. Number two is we're going to be talking about why you need to do it. And lastly, three, we're going to talk about how to recognize when you need to enforce those boundaries and and how to do it in a way that feels really good for you. Now, Again, this is not something that I wish just listening to my podcast alone is sufficient. If you feel like you need a more in-depth, more support on this, and not just your business, but in your life, I would encourage you to go on my website, denisechili.com. Check the show notes for a link directly to learn, inquire about my royalty program. But I just want you to understand that you are not alone. If you've been feeling at your wit's end and you're just tired of dealing with that, you can get the support that you need. Okay, now let's talk about uh, number one is why is it so hard to say no? I gave the example in our opening, it could be because of cultural reasons. And I gave the example of my client uh, who is living in Guatemala and explaining that in at least her culture, in, in Guatemalan culture, that's what they do. It could be part of your family dynamics. Perhaps you had grew up in an environment where it was next to Impossible to get your mother to ever deny helping out with the PTA or the church or the school events or what whatever even or your dad. Perhaps you grew up in a family where it seemed as if the only way to be recognized was martyr, being a martyr. Martyrism is a huge huge issue, especially for you guys who are service providers. You're in a caring nurturing field. You're a nurse or you're a babysitter. Or you're in a field where you're just constantly dealing with people one on one, that can really creep up and cause a lot of havoc because you truly do care about people and you want the best for them. But sometimes that caring can cloud your objectivity about actually where you're actually helping them from when you're actually enabling them. Okay? That's a really, really big differentiation that unless you've kind of had the support to to talk about it and may not even be recognized. So I just want to let you know that it's okay if you were like, oh man, I, I never even knew that, Denise. I've just been kind of going on autopilot and that's all I've been doing. Know that there is a better way of doing things and that the way that you saw other people interact in your family of origin or your profession or your field, that doesn't mean that you have to do it the same way, okay? Take responsibility for your own mental health. Take responsibility for how you are able to respond with people. Okay. Now let's dive into the number two is why do you need to do this? Well, first of all, like I mentioned earlier, your mental health is freaking everything. It is It gives you the serenity that you can be able to function correctly without feeling anxious, anxious that you didn't say, you're not stepping on eggshells, that you didn't say the wrong thing, or that you're not overworking your schedule to the point where you're overwhelmed and dealing with burnout because you promised 10,000 things to people all by tomorrow at 2pm and your mind just can't process all those requests to all those people and obviously you're not really helping yourself or others by overcommitting or not being able to take out space and energy for yourself. I, for those of you who read the Bible, that's just a, an example that I'm giving, but you can reference any other spiritual um, place that you want. But as I read the Bible, I've read the Bible, I frequently have seen that Jesus went to solitary places where he was alone and he let himself rest and in between talking to the people. And that really struck me as someone who is a a very sound and spiritual, he himself needed time to rest. Now, if Jesus, you know, you know, Jesus (laughs) needed time to rest, don't you need time to rest? Don't you need some time to reflect and refresh yourself? I would say so. We're not superheroes, we need time to rejuvenate, to let our mind rebalance and to refocus. If it's been a long and stressful day, if you've been working all day and you just need your mind to just pivot to do something else, my husband and I are completely different in terms of recharging. This is why it's also so important so you understand about... If you're introverted, more introverted, or extroverted, for a lot of us, even though this is the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, some of us have extroverted uh, emotions. Let me explain what I'm meaning, like where you're getting your energy from people that you love and you care about. But then sometimes you just need to have a solitary time where you read a Bible and you recharge that way or read whatever you want to do, whatever brings you comfort, a good book or something else you have to understand where your energy comes from so that you can be able to relate with others in a way that just feels good for you after you've had that clarity after you've allowed yourself to rest and rejuvenate one of the things that i do that has really transformed my life honestly i i don't even know any other way to explain it is i have my own spiritual health routine where I read various devotionals, and it gives me that uplifted spirit. It gives me something that helps me set my expectations for the day, helps me give my clarity of my mind about my capabilities, the possibilities. And again, if you need help cultivating and crafting that to make sure that fits for you and your schedule, and your life and your business, I would encourage you to check out the show notes. Uh, Let's Get in contact and talk about more in depth about your situation and what you're looking for, and not just your business but in your life. Okay, now let's talk about number three is how to recognize when to say no. Okay, and now we know that saying no is not a dirty word, it's a good word, it helps us understand that. We are limited in the t- things that we can do and when we can do it, and we need to give ourselves some breaks. We need to understand that we're not superheroes. We need to be more clear so we can avoid more problems with ourselves and with others. And that being said, I got four signs to recognize when you should say no. Is Number one is, if this action or decision is compromising yourself or others and or others and i'll give you an example perhaps you have made a schedule where you only work Monday, Wednesday, and Friday because Tuesday and Thursday it's scheduled for other commitments that are just important. For example, your family or you need that time to work on other aspects of your business. You don't have time to be doing all the other stuff. That, And then if somebody asks, hey, can I schedule an appointment with you Tuesday and Thursday, even though it's already been kind of cleared out, You can say no and say, I understand that you have got this need on Tuesday and Thursday, but I can't accommodate that. Please find a date in the future that can work with you. It can wait. (laughs) Truly, if somebody wants to work with you, it can wait. And I want you to be empowered with that knowledge that, oh my goodness, I know that I can be able to find times that make sense for me and that if I have to tell someone, I can't work with you, that the whole world's just not going to go to hell at that moment. Gosh, isn't that so awesome? Isn't that so freeing when we think about it that way? I think so. And I want you to know that you have a right to create a schedule that makes sense for you and your lifestyle and your business, okay? Now, let's uh, look at my next list. I got my other list here is violate your ethics. Now, ethics are basically the cornerstone of any successful business they are your list of your no-go zone this is the stuff that under no circumstances will you ever do this because it ruins the foundation of how you can work with people in a way that makes sense in the way that makes you feel at ease emotionally and spiritually for example i will never ever with any of my private clients Disclose specific details about another client's situation with another client. Like, for example, I will never mention your name and your business to someone else unless they give their explicit permission that they want to release their information, okay? That's my ethical boundary. That's what I do. You have to decide for yourself what are your ethics. And if someone violates it, or heck, even if you violate yourself, perhaps you you step and you make a mistake that you know in your heart that you can't do. It's okay to backpedal and say, you know what? I know that I promised I was going to do this, but on retrospect, I don't think I can accommodate this, but this is what I can do. And see if you can work and talk with someone about what else that can be done in replacement for that to accommodate in a way that honors both of you guys and your feelings and what you can and cannot do. I definitely believe that once you do that, it's going to make a world of difference. Okay. Now, let's now talk about I got my list is Limit your energy or could cause resentment. Oh my gosh, that is a huge one. Remember how I said that you, your PTA mother, who was literally involved in each and every fundraiser and hauled everyone in the, the neighborhood around town and oh, baked cookies for the church every Sunday or whatever she was doing or or your dad was always involved in every Cub Scout meeting and always involved in the local lodge or whatever he was doing. He never could say no. If it's going to the point where you are a martyr and you're overexpanding yourself, you've got to sit down and ask yourself, am I really doing this? Because I really want to help people or am I doing this out of a sense of misplaced worth and value or was this based on faulty conditioning from my family that no longer serves me and my current way of life? Think about that. Ask yourself what that looks like and if you need help, again, check the show notes. Let's get in contact. Let's talk about how you can cultivate what that looks like for your life, okay? And you're in all areas of your life because there's no way that you should be operating on the way that your mother, your father, your friends or your caretakers, whoever lived and you're literally driving yourself insane, okay? There's, I don't want that for you. I want you to live a better life. There's so much better for you that can really help you And it just starts with just recognizing, gosh, I know there's something better, okay? Now, the second thing that, or sorry, the last thing I want to talk to you about things that compromise your business is kind of the things that align with ethics, but not the same way. For example, you have a agreement for yourself that you're only going to work one particular way of business and that's it. And it's because you are in a very niche thing and you really love it and you don't wanna expand. I think about talking with a photographer that I'm interested in working with to update some of my photos. And I was asking her if she would do a type of photography for me. And she said, you know, I don't do that kind of photography. I can recommend you other photographers that can help you with that. But that's that's outside of my lane of expertise, outside of my comfort zone. And I'm really focused on this particular niche. And I respected that. Oh my gosh. I respected that. Isn't it empowering when you're listening to someone that says, I understand you're giving me money. I understand you want to work with me on that. But it's a no-go for me. But I can recommend some other people who can help you. That is freaking awesome. I think a lot... Of more of us would be much more successful by staying in our lane and knowing what we can and cannot do and being okay with that, being okay with that and not being upset and like going, oh crap, I'm going to lose out on money and oh crap, I I don't feel that they would like me anymore if I didn't do 5,000 things they asked me to do. Can't we be more courageous about expressing what we can and cannot do in our business and sticking with it and not being driven by desperation or anxiety if that we're not going to meet their expectations? I think that's a better way of operating, not just in business, but in life. All right, let's recap everything that we've talked about and wrap this up in a nice little bow. Yes, we are... Human, and we want to be compassionate, we want to be caring, but saying no is also caring and compassionate to ourselves and other people. It helps us to understand where we begin, others end, and knows our respects, our limitations, and our boundaries so we can maximize our productivity and our efficiency and create balance and harmony in all areas of our lives. And I know it may be hard number one, it may be hard because of family origin or from culture but examine the reasons behind it and ask yourself is it really applicable does it really serve me and number two you need to do it again because you deserve to have a greater aspect of just living and working in in harmony and peace and lastly recognize when to do it if it could be for ethics it could be for compromising your business rules or about your energy or breaking your own personal boundaries, whatever it is, examine that, understand that, and be committed to that. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I said that was like, Bing! like, whoa, I got it, Denise. Let me know. Send me a message at hello at DeniseGlee.com. Love to dive in with you a little bit more and examine what that looked like for you. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.